Hello, and welcome to McLeod Insights, where we feature conversations with longtime industry veterans who are now team members here at McLeod Software. Our goal with this podcast is to support and empower our customers by helping them learn about proven ideas and best practices that will have a positive impact on how they run their companies. In today's episode, our focus is going to be on trip planning for driver efficiency. And today we're talking with Chris Powers, who is an implementation trainer here at McLeod Software. Hey, Chris, how are you? Doing good, Robert. How are you doing today? Good. Uh, if you would, take a take a minute and tell us about your current role and maybe a little bit about how you got started in the trucking industry. All right. Well, uh, as you uh, pointed out, I'm an implementation trainer here at McLeod Software going on my uh, second year. I pretty much go on site to customer locations, uh, train new users, along with shaping current business practices for what our software can offer. So uh, that's my current role here with McLeod. But going back into my driving history uh, and actually my industry experience, back in 2014, I started driving a truck as local delivery with a smaller company. Uh, I then got into a larger company, which is about 1,500 plus trucks at the time, uh, to do OTR. Uh, during that time, I actually was able to became a, uh, become a driving instructor. So I was able to take out new students through uh, throughout my time on the road and teach them not only how to uh, drive the truck and, and get out there and get the loads there on time, but also was able to teach them how to live out on the road. And then after that, I was uh, brought into the office uh, with the same company into the safety role where I worked with drivers and operations and compliance and actually was training a few people at the top of the, uh, at the top of the uh, management chain too. Yeah, I bet that that's always fun. And uh, so you probably have a good handle on what our focus on this episode is, which is trip planning for driver efficiency. Um, so Chris, talk about, I know everywhere you turn, we hear the lack of drivers and driver turnover. And you talked about this during the uh, user conference presentation that you did, but you posted a question, posed a question about how driver, how much driver turnover is actually costing your company. Can, Chris, can you elaborate on this? Yeah, absolutely. So when I was talking about that during my UC presentation, um, I was talking about uh, why drivers are so unsatisfied. Uh, could have been why they're, kind of goes along with why they're quitting their current companies, uh, moving to other companies and so on. I was looking at some articles uh, I pulled up online and, and a few from, you know, in the past and kind of the same reasons were on, the, on these articles. You always see something online of, driver leave due to lack of miles or the drivers were unhappy with how they were being dispatched. Um, drivers feel like they were set up for failure from the very beginning. Drivers feel like the company doesn't communicate enough and they also felt like they weren't appreciated. So these five reasons were uh, always coming at me in the articles I was reading up on drivers turnover and drivers quitting companies. So to put in the back of the minds of folks that were watching my uh, UC presentation, I wasn't just talking about the cost of hiring new drivers because we know that's expensive. That's that can get up there between five and 10 grand before they even get out of orientation in some companies uh, that's per driver, but also the cost of a company reputation. If you've ever been to a truck stop, uh, you know that you can sit there for about 30 minutes 
before one person steps up and starts talking about how they're either their current company or their previous company they left treat them or how they felt like they were being treated at the time. So it also makes, uh, takes a cost on that company's reputation too. So Chris, one of the uh, biggest aspects of being a driver and a driver manager or fleet manager is the trip planning. So what are some tools that are used today in trip, trip planning that you really didn't see just a few years ago? Well, I mean, starting back when I was a driver, uh, the way I used to trip plan, I actually used three things. I, I used uh, my my cell phone. I had Google Maps, I believe, on my cell phone. That I used I used the Atlas, uh, an actual paper Atlas, which is still recommended today. And then I used my my GPS that was actually through my company's mobile comm unit uh, for the, kind of the turn by turns to help me get to the final location. Because uh, once you kind of get into those last few exits, it's it can be a little uh, overwhelming. So using those three things, I would come up with my trip plan. Um, but nowadays, I see a lot. I see uh, the mobile car. Uh, mobile car has gotten a little bit more advanced. I see uh, a lot more accurate uh, truck routes and GPS is out there. I see a, a little bit more um, mobile uh, mobile apps on their phones, such as Trucker's Path. Trucker's Path was just tiny when I first started. It was something that was kind of up and coming now it's huge and, and truckers know about it and it just it's able to show you every location uh that you could stop at to take a break and also looking at the um dispatcher's end of it uh it's it's amazing to see that instead of having a dispatcher go from one screen to another screen to another screen and having to do his, his or her own calculations uh we actually offer that on one screen now it's actually on one big screen that I just go to that. I look. It has my map, has my location, has um, where my, my truck has been. So it's, it gives me that visualization, those data points uh, a lot quicker instead of having to go and calculate it myself. So even while um, I was in safety, part of my role was to work with operations to say, hey, uh, can this driver make this trip? And I would have to sit down with that operations person and, and actually kind of fill out a trip plan and show them that they could or could not. Um, it's just, it's amazing though, more tools, uh, for the dispatcher to communicate for them, you know, and that helps too, because it's better for a dispatcher to call possibly using that Bluetooth phone. We don't want drivers out there fumbling their phones around, uh, and of course trying to look up applications on their phones. Yeah. What are some, I guess, from a, from a driver and a fleet manager, what are some aspects that go into trip planning and, and basically trip management for a driver? So for the driver's end, uh, looking at factors that affect trip plans, you, you have to look at things like weather. I mean, that's going to be from both ends. But from a driver end, you know, what's the weather doing, especially in the location I'm going to or, or heading through? Uh, what's the traffic like? If, I, if I'm going through a big city like Atlanta or Nashville, uh, some of those bigger towns out there can cause, of course, backup traffic. What ship or coast are you, where they're located at, of course, times, um, areas that you know, the major roads, uh, the road work and the route. And of course, uh, my hours of service as a driver, as, as you know, I get 11 hours to drive. I get 14 hours to be on duty that day. So, uh, you know, I have to be able to manage a time and between all that within eight hours of coming on duty, I have to take a 30 minute break. So I have to know where I'm going to be stopping. I need to kind of plan out ahead of time. Uh, where am I going to stop to take a 30 minute break? For example, where am I going to stop to fuel? Um, grid drivers always have a trip plan and always know kind of their day-by-day -day breakdown 
just down to even the minutes sometimes. On the dispatching end, I would say probably uh, hours of service, ETAs, PTAs, those are all important to know from the driver to be able to manage and, and pick more trips that could be um, utilizing that driver. Yeah, and, and I'm glad you mentioned PTA and ETA. PTA, for those not familiar with the term, is a potential time of availability. And that, that lets you know when that driver or truck's going to be available. But ETA in today's world is um, becoming much more important. I know that a lot of a lot of companies measure velocity uh, is the new capacity for them. So ETA, um, not just from the, the driver hours, but ETA for the customer for planning purposes is becoming much more important. Can you talk about that in today's transportation market? Sure. Yeah, I think ETA is absolutely important in today's market. Um, not only just looking at a driver's perspective, how important it is for uh, ETA to be accurate to build trust with your dispatcher, but it's also another way for a dispatcher to build trust with a customer. Um, drivers knowing, you know, doing their job well can be within minutes of their destination of their ETA. So uh, doing that, knowing where you are in the map at all times, it's invaluable information. And like I said, dispatchers building trust with customers, that's building that reputation for your company on top of that. And, you know, when it comes to maybe bidding on routes or bidding on a dedicated customer or something along those lines, that's something I'm sure customers are looking at nowadays is where this freight get there on time or is it going to get there sometime next week? Uh, you know, maybe on Wednesday or Thursday, who knows? But some customers are very uh, methodic about you know, knowing their times and knowing their ETAs and when that when that load's going to get there, so that way they can uh, continue their business. I think in years past, a lot of companies were okay with that they that they didn't know exactly what time the truck was going to arrive. They couldn't may not they may be more flexible in um, planning for that arrival of the truck um, that's going to hit their dock. But in today's world, uh, the information is both available for a driver and the dispatcher to communicate that to a customer, which is uh, when the truck's going to be there, who can plan it, and can the driver, uh, does he have enough hours of service available to take another load, or how does that affect his future loads? Uh, I think that's a good point. But if you start talking about ETA, I know you've got to talk about service incidents or what we know as service failures. Um, how, how do you suggest companies stay ahead of service incidents? So, you know, that's, that's a good point. Uh, service incidents, again, are a very important topic nowadays. Uh, but the current experiences I'm having with some customers are keeping up with them and, and majority of customers are. So yeah, you got kind of a, a good 80, 20% there, uh, 80% keeping up with the incidents and, and 20% not. Uh, but, you know, staying ahead of them is important. It's trip management software that we have, of course, allows that update to show. And it's going to update not only the dispatcher uh, of things like weather events, uh, traffic events. It's also you can also set up with like a rapid alert system to notify that important customer that that ETA is is gone off route. It's it's letting them know that, hey, something's come up that's going to keep that truck delayed or delay that uh, load. And that's, that's, I think, invaluable information. That's great data points for, again, if a customer wants to build a relationship with, with that dispatcher. It's, it's also really neat, too, uh, with our software that 
it actually updates the next trip as well. So if you have a very important trip that may be the next trip for that driver, it updates the ETA and updates that trip that's coming up for that driver too. And that's going to allow that dispatcher to kind of relook at that trip if they need to, or even the planner, if you have planners to say, wait a second, this guy's not going to be able to make this trip. We're going to have to send it over to the next driver or send it to someone who's closer by. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of companies are are factoring in the 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 information that if ETA is available for both you and the drivers, and a lot of companies may measure utilize their utilization differently. But does how how do you think that planning trip planning and load planning affects uh, the ability to get a higher utilization? I think it, I really do believe it's, it goes hand in hand with uh, higher utilization, especially using for drivers, um, keeping up with PTAs, ETAs, it, it should be, you know, vital information for your driver. If, if a driver keeps up with that information, knowing that when I get to this location, I'm going to have X amount of hours left to drive that day. If I get so far down the road, if I take a break here, I can save this many hours for my recap coming up next week um, or in, in the next couple of days. So knowing that information and, and being able to trip plan around that information is very vital to not only the drivers, but even dispatchers as well. They're, they're getting that information pulled from position history, getting that information pulled from um, information sources such as hours of service and so on. And that's coming back, of course, in that software. And that's, that's really, um, it takes into account those hours of service. It takes into account that trip makes sense. And if they need to, they can always pull that trip off and put another trip on that's that's coming up that would maybe keep that driver rolling um, and getting more miles and utilized. Yeah, that, that goes to what the fleet managers are promising the drivers about their mileage in the beginning of their relationship. But let's talk let's let's talk from a driver perspective and and what do you find that fleet managers may be promising drivers like miles that they may not be able to constantly deliver. <laughs> um, don't promise things you can't uh, give out. Um, <laughs> so when I was in the safety world, uh, one thing I was, I'd be kind of was trusted by drivers. They would come into my office or, or to me and, and, you know, maybe ask me to step outside and talk to them or something just to kind of vent about what's going on today. And, you know, they were being promised for things like miles, uh, you know, in, being that the miles were a little inconsistent at the time, maybe they'll get in 1,500 miles this week, maybe they'll get 3,400 the next week, and the following week, maybe only 2,000. So inconsistent miles, they're getting inconsistent paychecks, um, being promised and told, hey, we'll get you out there, we'll get you going, we'll, we're going to get you more trips. One thing I always did was I, I, I like to kind of be, I, I kind of like to be the advocate for the driver. I like to sit down with them and maybe train them on their trip planning. Uh, abilities, maybe looking at what they're trying to do uh, with their hours, of, available hours of service, and then what they're trying to do with, um, you know, uh, the, the current trips they have and, and see how they're trip planning. And then, of course, I'll take a look at the dispatch end of it, too. Are they giving them trips? That's going to, that makes sense. Are they giving them, uh, are they taking them to locations where they can pick up more freight? Uh, that's also part of it as well. So I do like to kind of look at both ends from the safety perspective. I like to look at both the drivers and in the dispatching, but um, that's, that's how I, I usually handle something like that. They're being told they're being promised. Cause I'd really, I'm a believer that 
I don't want that driver to leave the company. And if I can stop that frustration for just a minute, that might have saved that driver from leaving that company. Yeah, I think uh, uh, communication is big and we we, ha- we want to set up the drivers for success and not failure. And there's more tools available so that the dispatchers are, are, can see uh, or show some transparency to the drivers. So the drivers and dispatchers are looking at the same information. Uh, they can make decisions about their loads together. I think that's one big item that's available today that was not available months and years ago. So uh, how do you show your drivers you're doing what you said you were going to do? Well, Robert, I think you hit it best. Uh, Communication is everything. Communicating with that driver, talking to that driver, letting that driver know um, that you are following up with them, that you are um, trying to uh, be consistent and utilize tools that are there uh, in, in front of you. Speaking with that driver on what the current dispatch sees as a plan is important. I mean, think about a dispatcher's point of view on their trip plan. If they can communicate that with the driver and say, hey, look, you have a, a stop location coming up in the next 15 minutes. You know, why don't you stop there? Maybe even reserve them a spot. Some places are reserving spots now. Man, you just made that driver happy. You're, you're trying to improve the process. You're trying to be that. Uh, dispatcher who's coming out and training that driver on how to do better trip management, better trip planning. Yeah, and they can, uh, drivers can can use a lot of help when it comes to certain aspects of their their trip. So based on your, your past and maybe your current experience listening to customers, what have you learned is one of the main reasons that drivers will quit a company? So you know, even when I worked in safety, when I worked on the road, uh, it was the same issue. And I'm going to bring it up again. Uh, drivers not get enough miles of their promise. And when you mess with the driver's miles, most times you're messing with the paycheck. If that's inconsistent, the driver's not very happy about that. So a lot of times when I hear a driver leave a company is because, well, my recruiter said this or my dispatcher said this. Uh, you know, I got safety breathing down my neck because, I'm trying to get this load on time so I can get to the next load and get more miles. So it really affects uh, not only their pay, but their confidence in that company uh, when they don't get what they're promised, when they don't get the miles that they're promised uh, through that company. So um, most time it could be because of trip plans uh, are lacking, but um, maybe it's because, you know, the dispatcher is not fully utilizing them because maybe the dispatcher doesn't know what their hours of service. He doesn't know how to read their hours of service. He doesn't know how to read um, what might be going on. He might be a new dispatcher, for example. So that's a lot of what I'm seeing or what I've heard out there uh, on why drivers are quitting companies. Yeah. I think one of the biggest tools available to, um, to companies now is the ability to ask the driver, what is your ideal load situation? What do you want? And, and then try and match that load to what the driver wants. And, and as a fleet manager or driver manager, adjust that, periodically just so it fits their lifestyle and and makes their life a little bit easier so i know that a driver manager and a fleet manager has a tough job but what if you were speaking with a dry a driver manager who's been in the role less than a year or less than two years <laughs> what what's some advice that you would give to that driver manager be patient absolutely about being patient with uh not only you know, your role as a dispatcher or, or driver manager, but also with the driver, because 
we have a whole new generation of drivers that are coming out of school. Uh, they're learning. They don't know what maybe the next person knows, what the last person knows, but they're learning. They're trying to learn. They're trying to make out, get out there and make a, make a living too. So be patient and take advantage of those tools that are available for you to help them train and learn uh, how to be better drivers. It's great now because drivers and dispatchers can actually see more of the same information, unlike years ago where it used to be pulled to a payphone to tell you dispatch where you're at the moment. So they have the the tools available to them. Uh, use them and, and utilize utilize that patience and, and teach your drivers. Don't get don't get impatient with them. Don't get them frustrated. Yeah, that's really good advice. Um, well, Chris, thank you for joining um, McLeod Insights today. Uh, if you have any questions for Chris or myself, feel free to email us at podcast at mcleodsoftware.com. And Chris, thanks again for your time today. Thanks, Robert.